Welcome to the Straight from the Crest podcast. Welcome back to the Straight from the Crest podcast. I am your host, Michael David Kresovich. A little bit different presentation coming your way today, folks, is my friend, podcasting partner, and college football guru, Garrett Bastard, is unable to join us this week. So it's going to be a one-man show the whole way through. A little different setup as well. Typically, what Garrett and I do, as you guys know, is we'll break down uh, the previous game Penn State played and transition into um, the upcoming game. Uh, this this week is a little different. Um, I will touch on the win over Ohio. I mean, it was a 36-point win where we saw Nick Singleton uh, really ball out, uh, and we saw Drew Allard get in there, 6 for 8, 2 touchdowns. But today's focus is going to be on the Auburn Tigers and uh, the battle of 2-0s and O's as Penn State uh, will play there this afternoon at 3.30 as it is September 17, 2022. Uh, the show's a little different, but the sponsor is the same. As you guys know, we are brought to you by Protocol Spiked Protein. Protocol Beverages pioneering spiked protein beverages. Born from just a few dudes in Erie, Pennsylvania who wondered, why doesn't spiked protein exist? They've changed that. Invention isn't for the faint of heart. Pineapple Pump, Swillberry, and Orange County are their first flavors. They rolled out. Um, they're packaged in 16-ounce cans, 8% ABV, 11 grams of protein per serving. Must be 21 in order to enjoy. Uh, they are uncarbonated, easy to consume. Protocol is now available in select Erie Northwest PA stores. Guys, they're in Pittsburgh. They are in State College. Go to McClanahan's. Grab a pack before the game. They are awesome. Obviously, outside of the alcohol, 11 grams of protein. And I can talk on on their behalf. Great guys, but great products they're able to put out. Uh, speaking of great products here, Penn State's 2-0. They're ranked now. They're ranked the 22nd team in the country. And here comes another road challenge. Two weeks ago, they went into Purdue, came out with a victory. They're going to have to do the same here as uh, they're going to they're gonna have a challenge here, playing at Jordan O'Hare Stadium. That place is going to be rocking. Uh, it's Auburn football. Uh, it's SEC football. It's This is going to be a great matchup between two 2-0 two teams, but not all 2-0 teams are built the same. Uh, Second-year coach Brian Harson's program has two wins over Mercer in week one, San Jose State. They, they won by eight last week at home. Um, so it's going to be a tough challenge for, obviously, the Tigers, but as well as the Nittany Lions because – Despite uh, Auburn not pay, playing a great schedule thus far, they have one of the toughest schedules in the country, and it begins this afternoon at home as they welcome in the Penn State Nittany Lions. Uh, before we really dive into who the Tigers are about, just a few notes. Of course, Penn State played this team a year ago, and what you'll find is there's a lot of guys that will be familiar. Uh, the quarterback, is the situation is not the same there. Of course, Bo Nix is now at Oregon, uh, and he played against the Nittany Lions last year. For Auburn, LSU transfer TJ Finley, 6'7", beast of a man, 250-pound, great athlete, quarterbacks them. Uh, he is, he'll is be in the backfield. They kind of do like a pistol spread up, spread type of deal. Uh, and Tank Bigsby is the running back, of course. He already has 200 uh, yards, three touchdowns on the year. They excel in pass rush. Their defensive line is great. Two excellent edge rushers, which we'll, I'll get into, and they have depth at the running back position. Outside, outside of Bigsby, they have uh, two guys named Demario Austin and Jacquez Hunter, and they use them in different formations and packages depending on the situation, and they do it very well. Uh, at the quarterback position, um, Ashford is their backup. Uh, he will split time with TJ Finley. I'm going to guess that they're going to try to throw in different packages at this talented Nittany Lion defense. 
and um, it's going to come down to to roster. And I think that's where Penn State has really the upper hand. If you look from uh, the talent perspective, Penn State has this team beat. It's going to be tough, like I said, going on the road here in this loaded environment. But on roster, Penn State wins this game. But as you know, you got to play it. Uh, and let's just let's just go into right now who to look out for on Auburn's defense. Uh, first of all, Colby Wooden, your guys are going to see big interior lineman, great with his hands. He's going to cause some disruption in the run game and get after the passer. Passer, I'm sorry. And then they have two terrific edge rushers in Derek Hall and Iku Leota. Iku Leota is a Northwestern transfer, and he is a beast of a defender. He is quick off the the edge, and he's going to create some some chaos and uh uh, average linebacking crew, nothing that really jumps out. If you guys remember last year, name I pick at the the very physical corner. Uh, he his role has really changed. He's now he works slot outside, so he's probably going to be shattering Mitchell Tinsley, Parker Washington. That's a matchup to keep uh, an eye out for. And just before we dive into the offense, you're going to see a lot of simulated pressure man coverages. Uh, it's a three four front, and you'll see a lot of different. Um, blitz schemes that this uh, Auburn defense will use to kind of challenge the Penn State offensive line. And on the offensive side of the ball, a lot of motion the Tigers utilize. So that will be something to keep an eye out for. Uh, just a couple notes here. There's really no way historically that either team owns this matchup. Like last week, we talked about how Penn State's kind of own the Mac. They've only lost to three current Mac schools. Uh, Penn State's 24 and 24 versus current SEC teams. And, um, as far as Auburn's side, they're 12 and 11 all time versus uh, current Big Ten teams. So historically, no, no clear advantage as these two teams set into battle. Um, but let's let's really dive right now into this Auburn Tiger offense uh, to see who the Nittany Lions will be facing. As I mentioned before, T.J. Finley, the LSU transfer, uh, he appeared in three games last year, six touchdowns, one interception, but they did not win any of the games. Uh, they have solid depth of position. Uh, Ashford is the Oregon transfer. It's kind of funny. Bo Nix, of course, went from Auburn to Oregon. Ashford, Oregon to Auburn. Ashford's a solid athlete. You guys are going to see the way he runs. He's not a great thrower. TJ Finley can throw the ball. He has, he has a big arm. He kind of reminds me of Cam Newton in that stature, and it's funny because uh, last year for the Auburn-Penn State game, uh, I had the opportunity to be on the sideline and I was speaking with one of the Auburn's assistant coaches and I said, Who, who's the Cam Newton clone? And he joked uh, and he said, oh, that's that's TJ Finley. He was at LSU last year, transferred here. He's kind of be the guy after Bo Nix, which I kind of um, related that to to the Drew Alar experience now where we're ready for this next, especially if you saw what Drew was able to do last week. But the quarterback position, they're going to use two. Uh, they they're they're not great at the wide receiver spot. They lost Kobe Hudson, who was the big guy last year. Javarius Johnson is their number one. Seven catches for 158 yards. Uh, the 158 is a team high. Uh, John Samuel Shanker, he has their lone touchdown. He's a tight end. It's it's very interesting because last year they kind of had a a switch in philosophy. They tried to target the tight ends, and you're going to see that a lot. And uh, Shanker actually set the Auburn single season record for a tight end a year ago. So not great in terms of talent, but what they do is they throw a lot of um, variations at you um, offensively to to kind of change up the scheme, and you'll see different different looks, and let's see if Penn State can do that. And on the defensive side of the ball, they lost their top three tacklers. They bring back six starters. They do have one of the top defensive lines in the country, as I've mentioned the group before. 
and um, you're going to see, like I said, the three, four front and a lot of man coverage, which will help the Penn state uh, wideouts kind of, kind of shine on the outside, but, they, but Sean Clifford's got to give them an opportunity to get the ball. And um, that's going to be the next topic of discussion, because this is going to be a, a wake up game for Sean Clifford and the Penn state Nittany lions as the season progresses as the schedule doesn't get any easier, but this is really the first chance for Sean to solidify himself. And he has every right to start this game. He has every right to start. The game. He is the starting quarterback. He's played like a starting quarterback. Um, but one thing concerns me, folks, it's Sean's passer rating. A few years ago, uh, he posted a passer rating of 69.3, career high. That was great, as you remember. Right now, it's down to a 57.5 through two games. And I'm not going to jump to conclusions here, but it's, it's bottom 15 in all Power 5 schools. And if you look what he's done in comparison to Drew Alar's short sample size this year, Alar's blew him out of the water, and it's not close. Uh, Pro Football Focus has a metric called big big time throws. What it basically do is is evaluates the difficulty of the throw and the value, um, basically how well you can throw into tight windows down the field. So um, Sean Clifford's thrown the ball 69 times this year. He has two big time throws. Drew Alar has thrown the ball 12 times, and he has three. A quarter of his throws are big time throws, according to Pro Football Focus. So the 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 lease is short. I would not be surprised if Penn State, God forbid, saw a struggle here, or maybe we don't know. We don't know what the future is going to be like. But if Sean Clifford struggles, folks, in this opening half, I don't think it's crazy to see Drew Alar play out the rest of the game and start next week. That's that's a realistic opportunity, and I think what a lot of Penn State fans are ready to do is just jump ship on Clifford. I'm not I, I'm not ready to do that yet. I, I think Sean has shown this season his ability to maintain poise when the pocket breaks down. But like I said, it's the the clock's ticking and the numbers are there. I think everyone's ready to just throw this freshman in, but I think this is going to be a great opportunity to see that before the Michigans and Ohio States and Minnesotas come to town. Uh, but it's, it's going to be a challenge for the Penn State O-line and uh, its offense. But um, from what I've seen on across the different sites and apps, Penn State is hovering around a two and a half to three point favorite in this one, which is fair. Uh, it's fair. You, uh, I don't think the three point is accounted in for home field advantage, but Jordan O'Hare Stadium is going to be rocking. That place is a zoo, and that's all we've been heard this week about how great this place is and how difficult it is to play there. But I mean, Sean's played at the big house. He's played at Columbus. He went to Purdue Kinnick. He, he had the big win uh, a couple of years ago. So it's nothing new for him uh, to go into this area. But I mean, it's going to be a challenge, a three thirty game, of course, and Auburn's going to be rocking just as Beaver stadium was last year. I mean, you would listen to a lot of personalities. They'll tell you that's, that's the best place to be this weekend. I would argue, uh, but as of now, like I said, it's a it's a three point favorite Penn State's way. Auburn getting three at home. Over under is sitting at forty seven and a half right now, which is fair. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a very very slow game if Drillar is not in. I think that's the way Penn State's going to run the ball with Nick Singleton. I think that's not necessarily the key, but they they've got to be balanced and got to space the field, take shots early. Early down success is going to be key to beat this game. I could see this going either way. Right now. I have Penn State winning twenty-eight to twenty-four. Um, I, Auburn's talent, I think, is the biggest concern. But if Penn State takes care of business and plays like they have the last two weeks, I think the Nittany Lions open up three and zero. With that being said, 
Thank you all for listening each week. We'll be back next week with the double show, but take care and thank you for listening.